going on? Morning mimosas. But uh, yeah though. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, for the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. What's going on, Rhonda Clark? How you doing? Um, today's episode, no topic. I ain't even gonna lie, my nigga. I don't know what I'm gonna talk about, nigga. Literally, I just turned the mic on. I'm just gonna go ahead, you know. Let the game take me where the game takes me Cause that's just what I do sometimes Like, you know, sometimes you just gotta Let it go where it go I don't know Hopefully the people will add to whatever I wanna talk about Because I ain't got no topic, my nigga You know, like, the only thing that, that really You know, kinda caught my eye a little bit Like as I was on the way over here because full disclosure guys the reason i started today's episode so late was because uh they had this thing at the park for what they call um what's that uh curls coils and crowns i think it's called it's like this little black girl thing that brownie is in for the black girls in our school district so you know they had a little event at the park i took the kids you know they had jumpers and food and you know all that, nigga. You know I want to get the kids out, let them have their little fun and shit. So that's why my episode was late, cause you know, like I tell y'all a lot of time, nigga. Priorities is a motherfucker. Like, of course I be wanting to get this game done, because on some real shit, I'm really excited about episode two hundred. Episode two hundred is gonna fall on my birthday. November fifth is gonna be episode two hundred. If y'all got ideas on what I should do for my birthday episode, y'all let me know because I don't know what I want to do for my birthday yet. Whether it be activities, I don't know what I want to do for my birthday as far as activities. And I don't know what I want to do for my birthday as far as like an episode, my nigga, episode 200. What I, what I want to do, I'm going to try to speak that shit into existence. I'm going to reach out to Sugar Free tomorrow. And see if I could get him on the show. That'd be fly. If I get uh, Sugar Free on this motherfucker for my 200th episode, that'd be incredible, my nigga. So I got to hit him up. I'll text him tomorrow. I'll probably call him. But, uh, you know, I got to I got to reach out to him. But uh, outside of that, nigga, I don't know. Because, you know, I've seen, you know, certain people on they, on they, they, they landmark episodes. They'll have like... Uh, you know, different podcasters come and to me, this should be sounding like a funeral where they had niggas like come and tell them how dope they are and how good they show is and how impactful they show is and all that shit. And, you know, that's a cute idea, but I don't know, my nigga, I, I, I ain't sure. I don't know how I want to do it. Honestly, you know, I'm open to suggestions. But um, as far as like what I saw this week that kind of caught my attention you know, me and 12 Kyle spoke about it very briefly. It must have been on the live. But um, Suge Knight got a podcast coming out. You know, uh, he's locked up. And it's going to be called, like, Collect Calls with Suge Knight or something like that. Like, I know that's how they going to do the show over Collect Calls because he's locked up. You can't get a roadcaster and all that no jail seal. But 
The nigga's gonna record a podcast from prison And shout out to him for that Because like I was telling 12 Cal Because he was like man why would anybody listen to a, a podcast Of a nigga that's locked up And I'm like nigga if anybody Is gonna want to, to listen to a podcast Or if there's anybody that has a podcast That I'm willing to listen to Especially from prison It's that nigga I definitely want to hear Suge Knight's podcast from prison I know that shit gonna be fly What's going on uh, D Green late night shit Like nigga Suge Oh I, I for sure wanna hear that show I wanna hear about you know The, the beginning of death row Nigga I wanna hear about how he allowed The gang element to basically Take over his whole Music shit like nigga everything Suge Knight got to say I wanna motherfucking Hear it and what you say pork They gonna talk they gonna talk to that nigga for 10 to 15 minutes. Nigga, even if they talk to this nigga for 10 in, in 10 or 15 minute increments, I'm down to hear it, my nigga. Like, I'm definitely gonna be subscribed to that podcast. I ain't gonna bullshit you. I would love to hear a Suge Knight podcast. I'm I'm down, my nigga. John Watson in the motherfucking house. What's the deal? But you know, like I said, dog, like a, a Suge Knight podcast sounds hella interesting. Cause on some real shit, I ain't gonna front, my nigga. I'd love to hear a lot of podcasts from a lot of niggas. That's in, it's a lot of motherfuckers. Like, if Big Meech had a podcast, I'd tune in. If Larry Hoover had a podcast, I'd tune in. Like, there's a lot of niggas in prison with very interesting stories. If there was just somebody in prison who just interviewed other niggas who were locked up, that would be a very interesting podcast, my nigga. And if y'all see my head on a swivel... It's because I'm literally recording on my laptop, on my Android, and on my iPhone all simultaneously. And for the people that's listening, if your ass is in the live on my Instagram, if y'all want to join in and y'all got some shit to say, y'all niggas could tap in and I'll add y'all to the show. You know, new little thing that I'm fucking doing. You know, just since I'm getting close to 200, I've been doing this shit a while. Nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm taking... Motherfuckers who want to join in and talk they shit You know like I said Don't say no stupid shit Nigga don't balk the motherfucking show down And don't think you finna be on the motherfucker For no 30 to 45 minutes Cause we ain't doing that shit But uh yeah John Watson This show gonna be on YouTube But I'm not doing uh YouTube lives no more Because you know Simply Ball Dropping said In order for me to grow my following on YouTube I got to drop the pre-recorded. So I'm doing pre-recorded just to see how that shit work for the beginning. You know, like I might start doing live again soon, but you know, that's just how I'm doing for the moment. But uh, what you say, Park? LOL. Look at you. I'm proud of you. Got people joining the show. Yeah, nigga, it's cool to have motherfuckers tap in. But nigga, I'm not finna have no full-blown guests. We ain't doing that shit. What's going on, Jay Christian from the motherfucking Cognac Room? What's the motherfucking deal? But yeah, you know, like I said, nigga, if motherfuckers want to jump in and they got something to add, especially to the topic that I'm talking about, then for sure, nigga, just don't jump on this motherfucker saying no goofy shit, because we're going to keep that shit real fucking short. But like I said, nigga, on some real shit, me, I'd listen to a motherfucking podcast recorded from niggas in prison, because I know niggas in prison got some shit to say. You know, they ain't got shit but time. You know, in order for they ass to end up in prison, whatever the fuck they did to end up in prison, I'm sure there's a story attached to it. So shout out to them niggas for that. 
What's the deal, motherfucking beautiful Lachey? How you doing? And what you say, uh, Benji? Let me go ahead and scroll down. Photo shoot was sent over to us today. I'll have some rough drafts sent to you. Peep the edits coming. Hell yeah. Now, I can't wait to see the motherfucking pictures. You know, uh, yesterday I did a fucking photo shoot with my nigga Benji Banks, BRB4701, for One Hope Wine. The wine y'all niggas know I always shout out. The greatest motherfucking Moscato on the planet. Nigga, we was at a fucking cigar lounge in Pomona. You know, niggas was suited and booted, smoking cigars, drinking wine. You know, shout out to the Five Session Podcast. Um, you know, Patricia was there from the Five Session Podcast. Nigga, that, that shit came off fly, my nigga. You know, if y'all niggas saw my story yesterday, a motherfucker had my little, you know, had my suit on and all that. Nigga suited and booted. I fucking forgot my shoes in the car and shit. What's going on, Queen of Sheba? You know, motherfucker was out there. You know, I, I, I try to get fly on the one time. What's what's the deal, my nigga? DLP oh eight ten. I ain't even finna get in all the shit I usually get in because I know DLP will hit that exit button real fast and shit. But shout out my nigga DLP. But like I said, nigga, you know we was promoting One Hope Wine. You know they got the greatest Moscato on the motherfucking planet. But they they also got a bunch of different wines, my nigga. So y'all go to onehopewine.com. And get your wine on, my nigga, cause that shit flying. Like I said, nigga, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm advertising for that shit, my nigga. I was a part of the photo shoot and everything. What's going on, Unreachable Beauty Sports for You podcast? I T, what's that? I T Jigger or I Tigger? I'm not even sure. But like I said, nigga, shout out to that. But back to what I was saying. As far as like my nigga Suge Knight, if Suge get a podcast, I'm listening. Niggas in prison with podcasts, I'm listening. Because motherfuckers got a story to tell. What's going on, uh, King V? 1804. Like, on some real shit, my nigga. Like, any, every, a lot of people have a story to tell. You know, and if I was to put some game to it, because y'all niggas know, I said, I ain't got shit to talk about. So, I'm just gonna roll into some shit. You should be trying to make it to where your life is something worth talking about. Nigga, you should be living your life in a way that when it's all said and done, you have a story to tell, my nigga. Like, nigga, you shouldn't just be on earth surviving. You shouldn't just be on earth existing. You should be doing what you can do to live. Have some shit to talk about. You know, like, this is something that a lot of podcasters got fucked up on some real shit. A lot of podcasters, like me personally... How I tell y'all all the time, I don't be having shit to talk about a lot because 99 times out of 100, like I'm so focused on what I be doing, I don't really be having time to get out. But at the same time, like nigga, the life that I've lived, I got a whole lot of stories. I got a lot of shit that I could say. It just, you know, like I tell y'all, nigga, certain shit I can't talk about because it's illegal when the statute of limitations ain't up on it. So I can't tell certain stories. But niggas in prison, I sure listen to that shit. What's going on, uh, Bigo? 2286 but you know like i said my nigga like when it comes to the life you live what's going on juno man you should be fucking living a life worth telling about nigga something worth telling the story of like some motherfuckers are just out here existing you know like i told y'all motherfuckers and shit that shit had to be like one of my super early episodes because i haven't really talked about this shit since i was in the super producer you know, since I was in Townhouse Media Studios with the super producer, 
you know, just literally talking about like, nigga, if you have the opportunity to go fly somewhere and travel, you should do that. If you have the opportunity to go do something, fly, go do that, my nigga. Like, stop being so attached to the small little sandbox that you was raised in. Go somewhere. Go experience some shit. Go do some shit. Nigga, don't be afraid to talk to that woman. Nigga, don't be afraid to get your ass out there and get the fuck out your fucking comfort zone. Because there's nobody that's going to want to hear the story of a motherfucker who never left their town. A motherfucker who ain't never done nothing great. Who ain't never made a mistake. Because I honestly think like that's the reason a lot of people are scared to jump out their shell. A lot of people are scared to dance at parties. A lot of people are scared to talk to women. A lot of people are scared to start businesses and shit. Because they fear failure. They fear judgment. That's the reason a lot of motherfuckers who could or would have a podcast don't. Because they afraid of the judgment of other people. The reason that a lot of motherfuckers haven't started their YouTube page is because they afraid of the comments of other people. They afraid, oh man, people be hating. I don't want to do this because people going to say this. I don't want to wear this because people going to say this. Nigga, fuck what them motherfuckers got to say, my nigga. Do you, my nigga. Because if you don't make no mistakes, you won't have no story to tell. If you don't do nothing worth saying nothing and motherfuckers ain't hating, you won't have no story to tell. You're going to be a boring motherfucker. You know, because some I always say, nigga, regretting something you did is always better than regretting something that you didn't do. Like the regret of not doing some shit is always worse. Like, nigga, it's always better to say I'm sorry than to have never been able to do something. Nigga, permission, they could say no. I'd rather just say I'm sorry for some shit that I did. My nigga 12 Kyle up in this bitch. The richest motherfucking podcasting. You want to talk about a nigga that's living? That's 12 Kyle. 12 Kyle done been everywhere. Only thing 12 Kyle ain't did is watch all the black movies. And what you say? Uh, DLP facts. I've been saying that for years. Cali, I'm pulling up soon, bro. Been too long. We got to lock in. Yeah, nigga, tap in when you come out this motherfucker, dog. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here literally afraid to do shit because they think they're going to be judged. What's going on, Herschel 1? Like, nigga, they, they afraid of the judgment of other people. They afraid of looking stupid. And this is something I tell motherfuckers all the time, dog, especially when it comes to judgment. Nobody gives a fuck about what you're doing as much as you give a fuck what you're doing. Like, a lot of times you might be doing something that you might think you look stupid and don't nobody give a shit. They look just as stupid as you look. There's motherfuckers literally afraid to do shit in the bedroom because they think they're going to be looked at at a, at a certain way. And it's only you and the person you fucking. Why do you give a fuck what you think the world going to say between you and the motherfucker you fucking? Because at the end of the day, no matter what you do with this person, they was down with the shit. So they can't really judge you or say nothing negative about you. Because at the end of the day, nigga, you was a willing participant in whatever this nasty shit I did. If you was a dude and a woman ate your ass, nigga, she can't really be like, oh, I ate your ass. Bitch, you you ate my ass. Exactly. You look worse than I do. You was the one with an ass in your mouth. So watch your fucking tone when you out here telling people what me and you did sexually. Like, nigga, a lot of motherfuckers can't have no judgment on what you do. Whatever it is in your life that you want to do, do that shit. Nigga, fuck how people feel about it. 
You know, like I done came in here, nigga, shit, probably like the last five or six episodes talking about how to me, pegging is fucking gay, my nigga. Now, if you like getting pegged, get pegged, my nigga. Bend your ass over. Let a woman rock your world, my nigga. I don't give a shit. Just don't pretend you straight while that shit is happening. Because like I said, nigga, whatever you want to do in your life, I'm down with you doing it. Live your life, my nigga. Live in your truth. But if you bending over to get piped down, nigga, live in your homosexuality, my nigga. Go to the pride parade, get you a rainbow flag and fly that motherfucker. But if that's what you into, do that shit, my nigga. Because that's your thing. You want to let a woman rock your shit, man? Let that bitch rock your shit, my nigga. Just call it what it is when you do it. But if that's what you do, nigga, stand on that shit. Nigga, ten toes down. Yeah, nigga. Rainbow flag, nigga. Whatever, nigga. I'm with all that shit. Like, nigga, do it. That's what you own. Nah, nigga, peg. Nigga, pegging ain't dire gay. Pegging ain't great value gay. Nigga, pegging is authentic gay. Nigga, pegging is 100% grade A USDA gay nigga it ain't it ain't no ain't no cut on that shit if you getting bent over and penetrated you are gay nigga it ain't no diet to that shit you you 100% nigga you full blown you a motherfucking OG gangbanger in the LGBTQ plus community my nigga and like I said I'm not against it you know if, if that's what you into that's what you into my nigga I ain't mad at you nigga that's your life dog but you know like I said nigga be unapologetic in everything that you do because at the end of the day that's your life my nigga you know like with me like nigga I don't believe in being apologetic in a motherfucking thing what's going on heaven's world podcast you know like I've fucked up relationships for myself because of how unapologetic I am about who I am and how I am like, nigga, what it is with me is what it is with me. Good, bad, indifferent. Nigga, the, the, the best and the worst of me is me. I just am who I am. And whoever I fuck with, they know that for the good and for the bad. Whether our relationship work or it don't, it, it didn't work because of who I am. It worked because of who I am. But, like, nigga, what it is with me, I always approach everything as 100% me Because I don't want to go out this motherfucker Feeling like I won or lost as another motherfucker Or I won or lost trying to please another motherfucker Or I won or lost trying to be like a motherfucker With me I'm me my nigga Like nigga I'm gonna win or lose As Uncle fucking Dolomite my nigga not as the nigga that look like him or the nigga who dress like him or the nigga who act like him or the nigga who is trying to catch up to him. Like, nigga, I'm living my life because when it's time for me to tell my story, it's my story. It don't sound like your story. It ain't no motherfucking lies. It ain't no fucking, oh, nigga, that sound like what whoop-de-whoop told me. Nah, nigga, this just is a 100% what the fuck I am and who the fuck I am. What's going on, natural goddess? How you doing? What's going on? Uh, get it on your own presents. What's the motherfucking deal? What it say? What the fuck you see is what the fuck you get. Precisely, my nigga. What's the deal, Juno? Again, but you know, like I said, my nigga. Like when it comes to me and how I approach life, and like I tell y'all, motherfuckers, you shouldn't care about no other people' judgment because, literally, dog. Like the only opinions that matter is your kids, 
your customers, and your motherfucking clients. Damn, that water is not cold, my nigga. But, you know, like I say, dog, when it comes to the motherfucking opinions that matter in your life, my nigga, that's it. Like, nigga, motherfuckers at your job, as long as your bills get paid, fuck how they feel. As long as my bills get paid, them niggas at the park, them niggas at the gym, them bitches at the club, them motherfuckers I run across at the gas station, I could give a fuck what any of them motherfuckers got to say. Niggas on social media, I don't give a fuck what any of them motherfuckers got to say. Only opinions that matter is my kids, my customers, and my clients. The motherfuckers who got money for me and the motherfuckers who I'm responsible for. What's the motherfucking deal, Raw Sex? My nigga Don from the Raw Sex Podcast. What's up, Miss Seductive? What's going on, baby? How you doing? Like, that's the fucking thing, dog. Like, that's all I care about as far as opinions. Everybody else, nigga, what you get is what you get. Yeah, you can like me, you can hate me, I don't give a fuck. It's gonna be me. Nigga, if if you like what the fuck you see in front of you, that's dope, I love that. But if you don't, that's cool too, my nigga. But I'ma do what the fuck I'ma do. I'ma be who the fuck I'ma be, my nigga. You know, cause like I told y'all, nigga, the only way that your ass is gonna have a fucking story to tell through life is by you being you unapologetically. You following your motherfucking heart, you know, because like I say, like the, a lot of motherfuckers is afraid to start a business. Why? Because they think it's going to fail because they think that motherfuckers ain't going to fuck with the product or the service that they provide. Nigga, that ain't the fucking case. My nigga, like nigga, motherfuckers made millions of dollars selling pet rocks, dog. Like nigga, there's motherfuckers out there buying all types of bullshit. Furbies. You know, it's all type of products that made millions of dollars just because somebody jumped out the window and decided to sell that shit, my nigga. Like, nigga, if you a motherfucking musician, like I've said this shit a thousand times, my nigga, and, you know, I guess I got to update it to now. But, like, I used to say this shit, like, back when I was in shit, I think 12th grade, like, when I had just graduated high school, like, nigga, if young jock could be on the radio, I could be a fucking rapper, my nigga. Nowadays, nigga, blue faces on the radio. So if you a, a fucking musician and you afraid to put your music out, just think, my nigga, blue face is famous for music. You can't be no worse than that, nigga. And what you say, Dom? Nah, you got it right. Screen name for IG is Ross says because IG kept shut my shit down. Oh, yeah, y'all niggas having a conversation in the motherfucking comments. But like I said, my nigga, like, just think about it in that context. Anything that you do. There's somebody out there doing it worse than you, my nigga. You know, like I would tell women way back on the fucking the body yadi yadi episode, my nigga. Like, no matter what you think is wrong with you, no matter what flaw you think you have as a woman, there's a fucking porn category out there. And there's motherfuckers out there jacking off to a bitch that look worse than you, beating they shit. Nigga, beating they shit like it stole something. To a motherfucker that look worse than you, my nigga. Like, you like, oh my God, I don't like these rolls on the side of me. It's a bitch right now. She's a fucking porno star with twice the rolls you got. That bitch weigh twice what you weigh. That bitch don't look half as pretty as you. And there's somebody right now watching that bitch like this, nigga. Going crazy. 
nigga milking himself, my nigga. Thinking about a motherfucker that look worse than you. Trust me, nigga. It it's something out there worse than you. So nigga, don't be afraid to wear what the fuck you want to wear and go out. Nigga, don't be afraid to think that somebody out there think I'm sexy. Like you should have the ultimate confidence to go out there in the world and do whatever the fuck it is you feel you want to do. Because you ain't the worst motherfucker out there, my nigga. That ain't no pause. I said there's somebody milking it, my nigga. I didn't say I was milking it to a nigga or nothing like that. But hey, man, you know you could pause it because you know that's you know it is what it is. But what you say? All right, Tigger LMAO. What young jock and Blueface do? Blueface is ass. What is ass as a rapper? Exactly, and that's all I'm saying, my nigga. Like if you a rapper, just think about Blueface on the radio. You can't be no worse than Blueface, my nigga. So if you got a mixtape, put that shit out. You got some music, put that shit out. What's the worst that could happen, my nigga? You know, like that, like that's a thing too. Like, and this is something that I say to entrepreneurs all the time. Like, nigga, when it comes to business, there's no fucking entrepreneur out there who hasn't failed. From Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates. All the entrepreneurs who you look at, like even fucking uh, Elon Musk, all these motherfuckers, everybody who's a billionaire could tell you a thousand stories of failure. Everybody who's ever succeeded in anything could tell you a thousand stories of failure, my nigga. Like I tell y'all all the time, nigga, failure is not the opposite of success, my nigga. Quitting is. Like, you haven't truly got out of the game until you quit, my nigga. Until you stop. Nigga, you can fail as much as the fuck you want to and keep on going. It ain't until you decide that you don't want to do it no more. That's when you really fucked off. That's when you really lost. Nigga, you can get knocked on your ass a thousand times. Like I told y'all, nigga, I failed in business multiple times. That don't mean I'm going to fucking stop. Nigga, there's so many motherfuckers that done failed more than me, failed worse than me, lost more money than me. Like, remember, nigga, before Kanye West became a billionaire, the story came out that the nigga was, what, like $52 million in debt or some shit like that? Like, think about it, dog. Like, what they say, fucking uh, Donald Trump done been bankrupt like four or five times? Some shit like that. All these times of bankruptcy. All these times of failing. And look at this motherfucker. This nigga was the president. This motherfucker's still a multi-billionaire, dog. Like, nigga, failure ain't the end of shit. Quitting is. That's the worst thing you can do. The worst thing you can do in life is decide not to start. That's where you fuck up at. You know, like I said, my nigga. You know who ain't got no story? The motherfucker who ain't never started. Nigga... If if you literally failed at everything you've ever done, I might want to hear that as a podcast. Nigga, you might be a great podcaster. Like, nigga, how the fuck did I fail at everything? This is the fail at everything podcast where I tell you how I fucked up on everything I ever touched. You 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 know the Midas touch? Nah, nigga, I, I got the months in touch, nigga. Everything I touch turns into shit. I'd, I'd want to hear that. That might be a hilarious fucking show. Nigga, you telling me you failed at everything? Like, nigga, you you try to boil some water and burn your house down? God damn. Like, nigga, you, 
You try to run out the house, tripped over your feet, and end up in the hospital? God damn. Nigga, you telling me you applied for the Amazon warehouse and didn't even get hired? God damn. I want to hear that podcast. Like, nigga, even if you failed at everything, but at least you tried, my nigga. Like, a famous failure is much better than a motherfucker who ain't never done shit. What's going on, uh, Willie Machuka? Like, that's the fucking thing, like, my nigga. But get your ass out there and live some life, my nigga. Quit just fucking existing, dog. Like, it's much better to get out there and bump your fucking head. Because a bump on your head is a story to tell. It's an experience. You know, like I tell y'all all the time, like, nigga, you'll never be able to experience love at its fullest unless your ass is willing to give love at your fullest, my nigga. Unless you're willing to go out there and get your motherfucking heart broke, you'll never be able to have somebody love you 100% if you're not willing to give your love 100%. And a big part of giving your love 100% is literally risking it all. Like, nigga, risk looking stupid. Risk getting your motherfucking heart broke, my nigga. Like, nigga, if you ain't willing to do that, you ain't never going to have a motherfucker love you completely and 100% because they know. You trying to guard your heart. You trying to go 50%. You like, oh, I don't, don't want to get played like last time. So I'm not finna be able to give you all my love like I should because I don't want to get hurt like last time. Well, shit, nigga, you don't give me 50%. I'm only going to give you 50%. Why would I love you fully and truly if I know you only loving me halfway, my nigga? Like that shit don't even make no, make no sense. We not evenly yoked. So in the only way that you're going to have a motherfucker fully, truly commit all the way 100% to you is if you do the same. And a lot of that is literally risking to get this motherfucker broke, my nigga. Because the thing about getting your heart broken, this is something I tell people, like, your heart could break and be rebroke a million fucking times. Like, nigga, there is no limit on heartbreak. Yeah, heartbreak hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, after heartbreak, you feel stupid. You feel fucked up. You in pain. You feel dejected, nigga. You going through some shit. But at the same time, like, nigga, if you're not willing to risk that feeling, you'll never be able to get that feeling of true love, true happiness. Like, really having a situation where you and your soulmate is all the way like this. You know, like I told y'all, niggas, I was married 13 motherfucking years, nigga, and I was happy, dog. Like, nigga, and the shit didn't go right, nigga. Heart broke, fucked up. Not together no more. But do I regret it? Fuck no, my nigga. You know, like I tell y'all, like, I don't believe in bitterness. I believe bitterness is a bitch nigga trait. Bitterness is the the trait of a bitch-ass bitch. I don't believe in being bitter at all, my nigga. I had an experience. I had 13 motherfucking years of happiness. Just because it ended, don't. That shit don't affect me negatively, my nigga. I got two kids out the shit. Like, that shit made me a better person. You know, like, nigga, I don't know where I'd be without that 13 years, my nigga. I probably wouldn't be the man that I am. So I don't regret it. I don't regret none of my mistakes. I tell y'all all the time, I don't regret none of my exes. I love all them motherfuckers. The stupid ones, the evil ones, the fat, ugly ones. Nigga, I love all them motherfuckers. Because without them, I'm not who I am. Nigga, all my all of what I had in relationships taught me something. Whether it taught me something good, it taught me something 
you know, they, they taught me what I like. They taught me what I don't like. They taught me what I'm willing to put up with. They taught me what I shouldn't put up with. So I love all of them for that. They were all lessons, my nigga. Like I say all the time, nigga, you don't take losses in life. You take lessons. And the uh, liquid slap said, how do you decide when to quit? Nigga, honestly, that that that's up to you, my nigga. Like me personally, I believe that it's time to quit anything when it's affecting you negatively. Like if it's affecting your mental health, yes, it's probably time to motherfucking quit. You know, if it's affecting your family life, yes, it's probably time to motherfucking quit. Like nigga, if, if you in a situation like say a job. And this job is literally keeping you away from your motherfucking kids to the point where it's fucking up your relationship with your kids. Yeah, it's probably time to get the fuck away from that job. If you in a relationship with a bitch and it's literally killing your ass, like, nigga, this bitch got you ready to commit a fucking a murder-suicide, yeah, it's probably time to get rid of her motherfucking ass, my nigga. You know, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, it's time to quit when something is affecting you Negatively to a point where your life might possibly be in danger Your health or your mental health is at danger And he say why you got a fat ugly ex though Hey man she was a great person my nigga Like nigga she, she was one of the best girlfriends I had Like I'm not finna say that Like I I don't care about looks But at the same time like the the, the character that this woman had was so amazing I didn't give a fuck what she looked like. I ain't gonna front, my nigga. Like, she was that dope as a person. And like I said, I don't regret fucking with her. Like, nigga, she was the shit. She was a good-ass woman, my nigga. Everything that you can ask a woman to do, she did that shit. Nigga, cook, clean, fucking suck. She was a great mom. She was a great listener. Nigga, she was good at fucking everything, my nigga. Like, the only thing that fucked it up between me and her was her lack of ambition. But it wasn't about her looks or none of that type of shit, nigga. It just was like when I could when I looked at what I wanted for myself, like my five to ten year plan, she really didn't fit into that shit, my nigga. But like as far as like how we interacted between us, everything was cool, but it just wasn't something that I could see myself sustaining long term. But it didn't have shit to do with how she looked, and I told her that shit. But again, like when it come to her, shit, you couldn't tell her she ugly nigga. Far as she concerned, she a motherfucking dying piece. And I tell y'all motherfuckers all the time, if you feel like you beautiful, your ass is beautiful. And don't let me be the motherfucker to tell you that you ain't. Because that was also something that I loved about her ass, nigga. She had blind confidence. Like you couldn't tell her she wasn't the shit. And something about that was sexy as a motherfucker to me. I ain't even gonna bullshit. That shit was sexy. Like, this ugly motherfucker really thinks she fly. I fuck with that. I think that shit fly. I think that's sexy, my nigga. I like that. I like the confidence that she had. What's going on, Birdie 103? And what you say, uh, Queen of Sheba, so you know that you have never wasted your time. You have learned your lessons of life. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying, like, I tell y'all, the only way that you can waste your time in a relationship is if you are wasting your own time. Nobody can waste your time. Only you can waste your time. You are wasting your time once you fail to learn the lesson. What's going on, Double Seven? Once you fail to learn the lesson, that's when you waste your time. 
a relationship didn't waste your time. Another person didn't waste your fucking time. Only you wasted your time. When you fail to learn what you were supposed to learn, then you wasted your time. When you overstay when the fuck you knew it was time to leave, that's when you wasting your own time. When you know motherfucking well, you should have left this person alone a long ass time ago and you stay, you wasting your own goddamn time. Nigga, don't blame your fucking ex for wasting your time. You wasted your own goddamn time. When you knew it was time to exit and you chose not to, that's when you wasted your motherfucking time. When that motherfucker went upside your goddamn head and you didn't jet the fuck out, you stayed, you wasted your own motherfucking time. You know, when you realize this motherfucker wasn't what it was for you, you know, like I told y'all with my ex, nigga, I I love her, dog. I love her. Not loved, love, L-O-V-E, present tense. I still love her motherfucking ass. What's the deal, (laughs) nigga? You know, but like I said, my nigga, like, When it comes to that situation, once I realized that it wasn't going to serve me moving forward, I had to move on. I had to leave her alone. So as much as I always have love for her, I know that she didn't fit into my future plan. So I had to leave her alone. No hard feelings. Nigga, she was heartbroken as well as I was, my nigga. Because like I told her, like, nigga, it hurt me to leave you, dog. Like, I wasn't happy to leave you. But it was it's only so many times that I could tell you what my plans are for the future. And you tell me that that's some bullshit for I have to leave like nigga. This is what I want out of life. And you like nigga, we cool right here. This is enough. We can stay right here. Let's do this. Why we got to do all that? Why we can't just do this? Nigga, we we unevenly yoked my nigga like this ain't going to work. And, you know, like, this is what I be telling y'all as far as, like, relationships. Nigga, you got to fuck with the person that matches your future more than matches your past. Same with a whole lot of your fucking relationships. I tell y'all when it come to friendships and shit, like, y'all niggas be so tied to niggas because of your history. Oh, man, I knew this nigga since the sandbox. This my day one. Yeah, nigga, he fits your past perfectly. But he don't fit your future, my nigga. Everything in the past matches up. But moving forward, this nigga, this nigga stopped. Nigga, your car is, you got a half a tank of gas, my nigga. He out of gas. You still got enough to go here. But you trying to fuck with this nigga. So you keep looking back to try to make sure your homie cool. And that's slowing you down. You trying to carry this motherfucker with you. Knowing damn well they dead fucking weight. That's slowing you down, my nigga. You know, that's like if you run track, my nigga, and your teammate trip over his fucking feet. If you stop to pick him up, y'all niggas gonna lose the fucking race, my nigga. You know, like, nigga, I love you, but I'm gonna catch your ass after the fucking finish line. Let me go win the race, and then I might come back and see what's up with you after I win this race, my nigga. But I can't stop running to fuck with you, my nigga. Like, nigga, dead weight is is to be fucked with after you reach your fucking goal. Not before, my nigga. You know, like, that's a problem. You know, that's why a lot of motherfuckers is fucked up. Like, nigga, I was just listening to um Gilbert Arena's podcast, my nigga, like, uh, Gil's Arena and shit. And they was talking about, like, how the difference between when black kids get drafted 
And when white kids get drafted And a lot of what black kids do when they get drafted Is they buy their parents a house Where when white kids get drafted All they do is whatever the fuck they wanted to do Because their parents already got a house Like there's nothing for them to buy for their parents Because their parents already got everything cracking So instead of you trying to like Again Build up what came from your past And not forget where you came from And all of that old shit All you thinking about is the motherfucking future And what you got cracking moving forward Like nigga a lot of times with us We be so busy trying to keep it real with our past It slows us down in our fucking future You know like motherfuckers like who who come from gang banging You still want to hang out in the set You still want to hang out with the homies You still want to prove to these niggas that you still the same nigga you was from back in the day Why the fuck would I want to do that? Like nigga you see all the examples that we've had of motherfuckers who was trying to keep it real with their past And they end up cutting their future the fuck off because they was too married to their past. Like, nigga, rest in peace to the legendary motherfucking Nipsey Hussle, my nigga. Same shit. Nigga, that nigga was keeping it real with his motherfucking past and it ended his future. Same with Young Dolph. Same with Mo3. And a host of other motherfuckers who stayed down with their past. And it cut their fucking future off. And this ain't me saying that you shouldn't you know, look out for your old neighborhood. You shouldn't donate to your old neighborhood. But at the same time, my nigga, there's times where you got to leave the fucking past in the past, my nigga. The past is no longer serving you. Nigga, if the past ain't helping with what the fuck you got going on in the future, you got to leave your past behind. And like I said, nigga, it's cool to cross that motherfucking finish line and look out for what's in the past. Because, like, me personally, like, nigga, it ain't nothing. If I hit millions of dollars, oh, yeah, nigga, I'm going to donate to my own neighborhood. But am I going to go hang out all the motherfucking time and just be the face of the neighborhood in the neighborhood? Fuck no. Why would I want to be somewhere where I know for a fact niggas be getting killed? Nah, I can't risk that, my nigga. I'm too fucking important. To be putting myself at risk unnecessarily You know like This is a fucking thing Like you know how motherfuckers always use the fucking analogy Nigga this chestnut checkers right What the fuck does the king do on a chessboard The king don't be moving all over the motherfucking board Nigga the king be kicked back The king be sitting back being motherfucking protected You know why Because he's the most important piece on the fucking board So he ain't moving around, my nigga. The queen, she got all them fucking moves. She can go all the way forward, all the way diagonal. Rooks, one up, two to the side. Two to the side, one forward, however the fuck. The bishop, all diagonal. The motherfucking, uh, no, nigga, that was the knight that got one and two to the side. The fucking rook goes straight forward or straight to the side. But all these pieces on that board got a whole lot of moves they can make. Pawns, they got two moves first, and everything else is one move at a fucking time. The king stays the fuck out the way. He can only move one piece on that motherfucking board 
And that's only to, you know, to avoid a threat. Let me move out the way. Let me juke over here. But the king stays the fuck out the way because he's the most important piece on the fucking board, my nigga. When you a king, you ain't supposed to be all out there in the fucking mix. You don't see the king in the middle of a chessboard unless whoever's playing sucks. When you a king, you stay protected because you important, my nigga. When you a king, you don't move like a pawn. You don't move like a rook. You don't move like a queen. You stay your motherfucking ass out the goddamn way so you don't get the fuck eliminated. Because once you're gone, you lose the fucking game. Same with a whole lot of these names that I mentioned. A lot of these niggas had a lot of people that was depending on them. A whole lot of motherfuckers was doing very well while this person was alive. And now that this motherfucker not here no more, it's over with, my nigga. Why? Because the king is dead. So the rest of the fucking board fucked off. When you an important motherfucker, you got to move like you important. You got to remember, my nigga, your past ain't about shit. It's all about your future. And what you say, Doubler 7? But niggas don't see it that way they got. They got jealous of the king. And see, this is a fucking thing. When you a king, you you have to move around with the pieces that's important to you. Like... You got to really have the the discernment to see the difference between true friends and niggas who just around you. Motherfuckers who genuinely have love for you and motherfuckers who around you for your position. Motherfuckers who are around you because being around you is an advantage to them. You know, like me personally, you know, like if you know me, like know me, know me. Then you know I don't have a lot of niggas around me I don't fuck with a lot of people Like I've admitted this shit Like nigga I've told motherfuckers Like I'm I'm a best friend Like My my friendship is like a spare tire I might not be on the ground All the motherfucking time But when you need me I'm there Like my friends know Like niggas who really fuck with me They know I might not be hanging out With your motherfucking ass Monday through Friday. I'm not going to be at all the parties, all the bur- all the baby showers and all that shit. I'm going to be at your wedding. You need me to be the best man in your wedding? I'm at that motherfucker. Like I told y'all, I've been the best man in four weddings. Pie face noodle. Got a ball. Dom. Yeah, I think four weddings, right? Like I've been the best man four times, my nigga, because I'm just that type of friend. I'm, I'm everybody's best friend. But at the same time, like, nigga, I ain't the nigga that just hangs out with everybody because that ain't how I get out, my nigga. I'm put the fuck away. You know, in the words of the late, great, legendary, sinful to pee, nigga, I'm put up. I'm out the way, my nigga. Like, when you need me, I'm there. If it's something that's big and important, I'll be there. But if you just talk about, hey, man, we finna go drink on my mama porch, I ain't gonna be there. If y'all niggas just chilling, not doing shit, I ain't going to be there. I got important shit going on. So I'm going to handle the important shit. But if you getting shot at, oh, I'm going to be there. You know, if, if you got a baby on the way, come to the hospital. My baby being born, I'm on the way, my nigga. You know, I'm there for the important shit, but I ain't there for no bullshit. You know, shout out my nigga Hurts. Nigga Hurts, I graduated high school with Hurts. Nigga Hurts known me what? Shit, how long we, nigga, when the fuck we graduated? 22 years ago? <laughs> that long, nigga. We we go back twenty, probably twenty three, twenty four years on some real shit since like tenth grade. He said, "Nigga, you've been like that since high school." Exactly, my nigga. 
Like that's the fucking thing Like nigga motherfuckers who know me personally Know how I am I be out the way I move like a king I don't move like a rook I'm not on no crash dummy Run straight forward shit Nigga I'm not like the motherfucking knight I don't, I don't do little slick shit I for damn sure ain't no pawn Nigga you not finna just move me wherever Nigga being fucking expendable Nigga that ain't how the fuck I move I'm out the way Nigga I, I do what I do from where I'm at Nigga I don't demonstrate I delegate You know I, I send a nigga to do some shit If I need something done to you Nigga I know who could, who I could get to do that shit That's how the fuck I move I don't go Oh yeah nigga I'm front line I'm out there on the front lines That ain't nothing to brag about You know who else is on the front lines Pawns on the chessboard. That's the front line Motherfuckers who are not important the niggas who ain't important, those are the goons. Those are the thugs. I, don't, I ain't never even took terms like that as no fucking compliment. When niggas go, oh, man, this my goon. I ain't your fucking goon. I ain't never been a thug, a goon. Shh, n- nigga, no. That is not a compliment, my nigga. Those are expendable titles. I ain't never been nothing expendable, my nigga. I'm a king. I'm a boss. Nigga, you, you not finna tell me to go do something and I'ma go put my life on the line for your bullshit. You do that. I'm put the fuck up. I'm on my king shit, my nigga. And this is what I tell y'all about being an important person. When you an important person, you're thinking into the fucking future, not into the fucking past. You know, I got motherfuckers who I fuck with from my past like hers. Like when it comes to my relationships with motherfuckers who I fuck with, as far as moving forward, like I said, nigga, if you willing to deal with me and who I am and how I am, we can move forward. If you know what I do and you support what I do and I support what you do, we can move forward. But my nigga, I'm not fucking with a motherfucker who just knew me for a long time. And every time I see you, man, you still got that podcast. You obviously don't pay attention to what the fuck I got going on. And what's important to me Questions like that let me know I don't I shouldn't fuck with you Because why wouldn't you know That I have this thing going on That is very important to me That's like me asking you Hey man you still got that son You still fucking with that little bitch Oh your wife Yeah, yeah her You still fucking with her Oh you still got that little job Uh, You know the little <sighs> Like nigga If you asking me questions like that Nigga you obviously don't fuck with me and I obviously shouldn't fuck with you. You know, like I told y'all recently of the story that the nigga that I met like three or four weeks ago. Like, it don't be no fucking offense with me. But like I tell people, like, nigga, if I see you after a long time and we reconnect, like, yeah, nigga, get my social media. You don't need my phone number and I don't need yours. Because I'm not going to reach out to you. I'm not going to call you. You're not going to reach out or call me. You know, if if God wants for us to be put together, he'll put us together. Just like how we met right now, if it's in the cards for us to link the fuck up, we will. It'll happen organically. But me personally, I don't force shit. Because if you a real chess player, you don't force the king to move. If you really got skills at chess, nigga, nine times out of ten, you probably won't even have to move your king. Goddamn near it all and shit. If you a real motherfucking chess player. And that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, niggas always use the term. Chess not checkers But most niggas ain't playing chess at all 
They ain't even playing motherfucking checkers on some real shit. They don't have no strategy when it comes to the motherfucking moves that they making. You know, like this was a fucking problem to circle it all the way back to the beginning of this motherfucking episode. Like I said, nigga, I'd love to hear a fucking Suge Knight podcast. Why would I want to hear a Suge Knight podcast? Because I would love to hear the story about how a fucking king fell like a fucking pawn. Nigga, instead of Suge Knight playing the background like he was supposed to, you know, just like how that nigga did the little fucking, the little speech at the Vibe Awards or whatever, when he was like, if you don't want your executive producer all in the videos, dancing, trying to get on the song, come to death row. But Diddy could have jumped on the motherfucker and said, if you don't want your motherfucking executive producer Slapping you all upside your motherfucking head, getting gangbangers all in your motherfucking business, getting locked the fuck up because he can't stay out the motherfucking streets. Come to bad boy. Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, Suge Knight was a king, but he was moving like a fucking pawn. Like, nigga, you an executive producer, multi-millionaire. Why are you in... Why are you involving yourself in street politics? You know, this is the same as how Tupac got killed. Nigga, rest in peace to the late, great, legendary Tupac Shakur, my nigga. He went out because he wanted to be a motherfucking gangbanger, my nigga. He wanted to move like he was a gang member. So even though he, of all people, understood the hierarchy of motherfucking when you an important person You move as an important person Because Snoop Dogg said the shit Like Tupac taught him About how to move like a general Like nigga your soldiers don't talk to me Your soldiers talk to you And then when they got something to say to me They talk to you and you come tell me That's something Tupac taught Snoop Yet he wanted to go put his own work in Like a little nigga Like that's the fucking thing Like nigga OGs don't move like TGs OGs don't move like YTGs, which is OG, original gangster, old nigga, old head, wise, high-ranking individual. You don't move like the little niggas. You don't move like little niggas 14, 15. When you 14, 15, that's when you make all your mistakes. You do all the shooting, all the fighting, all the drugs, selling, all the, all the trips to jail, all the trips to juvenile hall, YA, and all that shit. You do that when you little. But after you reach a certain age in gangbanging, nigga, you supposed to be put up. Nigga, you king on the motherfucking chessboard. Nigga, you move like a boss. Nigga, you don't move like no motherfucking child. You don't move like you 14. What's the motherfucking deal? My nigga maxed out for the bankroll. The motherfucking ism in the building. You know, but like, that's the thing, nigga. When you a king, you move like a king, my nigga. You don't, you don't front line. You know, like I said, my nigga, pawns are on the front line on the fucking chessboard, not the king. The king plays the back. The king is put the fuck up. The king is out the fucking way. When you an important motherfucker, you out the way. You don't sock niggas in the face when you important, my nigga. You don't get in fights. You don't get in shootouts. You don't do none of that shit because you the most important motherfucker moving. You run all this shit. 
So you don't need to be the one doing none of that Nigga you don't demonstrate you delegate What's going on Ruba 2 for real Like that's the fucking thing My nigga like If you say this is chestnut checkers And you call yourself a king Move like one my nigga If you get into a conflict Like you handle that shit with diplomacy my nigga You know like I tell y'all Like if I get into a conflict And it gets to that level like Way up there nigga I'm, I'm trying to delegate that You know like I tell y'all Like I don't do no paper trail shit on the internet If me and you got tension We got funk Like we really at it We really into it Nigga I'm on the internet like Peace 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 I don't want no problems I don't want no smoke My nigga you know Peace and blessings God bless you I don't want nothing to happen to you God, Hey man I'm sorry I don't want the smoke And on the back end I'm making fucking phone calls on the back end. I'm, I'm shooting text messages, nigga. I'm trying to find out where you live, trying to find out where you work, where you stay, where your mama stay, where your grandmama stay, where you hang out at. Nigga, we, we going to settle this shit, but I'm not finna get my fucking hands dirty. Cause I'm a king. I don't demonstrate. I delegate, you know, that's the fucking thing. Like if you really playing motherfucking chess, play chess, nigga, quit playing fucking Whatever the fuck Suge Knight was playing. Because like I said, that's where Suge Knight fucked up at. Nigga, Suge Knight wanted to be the king playing pawn games. Swinging on niggas. Beating niggas up. Hanging niggas over balconies. Because even though he might not have wanted to dance all in the video and shit, he definitely wanted to be the nigga that was known as the gangster. You know, known as the scary individual. Known as the motherfucker who everybody was afraid of. I ain't into that motherfucking shit like nigga. I want to be like Jay Prince was in the 90s. You know, because as much respect as I have for Jay Prince, nowadays he's not like the Jay Prince of old. Because again, when it comes to Jay Prince and how he used to move back in the day, all you knew of Jay Prince was the name Jay Prince. You didn't see this nigga. You didn't know this nigga. All you knew of this nigga was he was a nigga to be feared and respected. What's going on, Blackjack 94, Birmingham, Alabama, up in this motherfucker? Like, that's all you knew of J. Prince. It was the mystery of J. Prince. It was the lore of J. Prince. It was the fucking mystique. You feared the mystique. Who is this nigga? All I know is this nigga's like this gangster from Houston. Who is this dude? You know, like, that's the thing, nigga. When you a king, that's how you... You move. That's how you known. You known as a king. Motherfuckers fear a king. So even though Jay Prince wasn't out slapping niggas, punching niggas in the face, you know, you didn't see this nigga. You was just afraid of this nigga because of what you heard about him. Because he was always quiet. Because he was always out the fucking way. Like, damn, who is this motherfucker? That's how kings move, my nigga. Kings have motherfuckers afraid. Because they look at you like you the motherfucking boogeyman. Like, damn, nigga, this motherfucker, we don't know who he is, but he got to be somebody because we keep hearing this nigga name. Like, that's what it is when you a fucking king. Suge Knight move like a fucking pawn. That was that nigga motherfucking problem. Now was his motherfucking downfall. The nigga was too busy trying to be fucking famous for fuck-ass shit. Like, nigga, like I tell y'all, like, the cold thing is he's going to have a fucking story to tell because of his motherfucking downfall. Because, like I said, it's better to live a life than to have never done shit. But when it comes to a nigga like him, what he did, he did wrong. And that's why 
great was the fall thereof. That nigga was a fucking king moving like a pawn. And like I said, me personally, like I tell y'all, nigga, everything that it is with me is what I tell y'all to do and how I feel like motherfuckers should move. Like, nigga, if you say you a chess player, move like a chess player. But I guess the thing is, like, when I just say that shit out loud, a lot of y'all motherfuckers be saying this is chess, not checkers. But y'all don't say what piece y'all are. A lot of y'all motherfuckers that be saying this is chess, not checkers are saying that. But in the same time, while you saying it, you admitting that you a fucking pawn. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, you can cash at me at Uncle Dolomite. If the game blessed you in any way, my nigga, send a motherfucker a dollar, my nigga. I, I really need to start begging for money more. I'm going to start doing that shit early in the show, like, nigga. If you like the show, send me a dollar, my nigga. You know, they be putting tip jars at McDonald's, at the motherfucking gas station. Them motherfuckers got them bitches at the smoothie shop. Everywhere got a tip jar. Nigga, I'm finna put a tip jar on the Too Much Game podcast, nigga. Leave, my, leave me a tip. Pause. But, um, you know, you can get you some fucking merchandise at too much game podcast.store. T-O-O, much game podcast.store. Get you some merchandise. Get you a t-shirt or something. If you watching on YouTube, y'all see the picture I got in the back, my nigga. You know, you can get you one of them motherfuckers. You know, that's on the fucking, uh, the site. But, um, what else? Oh, yeah, support the motherfucking squad, nigga. Townhouse Media. The Sports For You Podcast. Sports number four, letter U. The Sports For You Podcast, Tuesdays and Fridays, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time, live on YouTube. You can follow me on social media, at Uncle Dolomite on Instagram, or at Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram. I go live every Sunday. If y'all have something to say, you want to get your opinions off, you can join the live and be on the motherfucking show. Um... I'm on the other social medias, X and all that shit too, is Uncle Dolomite. But, um, what else? Oh, yeah, subscribe, hit that like button, and uh, get in the comments on YouTube. It's very important, my nigga. Subscribe to the YouTube page, Too Much Game Podcast, T-O-O Much Game Podcast, or Uncle Dolomite, whenever I upload on that bitch. You know, support a nigga, my nigga. But, um, I think that's it. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much gun.